the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. I hope you're having a great day out there. Wherever you are, of course, in Southern California and across the Southwest, it is hotter than blazes, so make sure that you get some shade uh, while you're sitting here enjoying this wonderful program. And while you're listening, and I have your attention before it wanders off the first minute of the show into wherever you planned on going, Realize, folks, we are under attack here in California. Uh, Gavin Newsom and, and Attorney General Bonta have gone bonkers. They have released all of our data online uh, into the black web or whatever that thing is. But anyway, all of our CCW holders in California, they doxed you. They put all this stuff out intentionally. And I say it intentionally because it's hard to develop a program that would do that, put it on the page and launch it accidentally. There's just, you know. Slightly too many steps, but the California Rifle and Pistol Association intends to intend to sue them civilly. So go to CRPA.org, join the lawsuit. I think there's about 7,000 of us so far. I'm on it. I highly suggest you do that. We send a message that this kind of tyranny will not be allowed. Uh, We need to fight them at every single front and they are absolutely out of control. They're drunk with power and other things. And folks, we need to shut them down. So go to crpa.org, sign on for the lawsuit. You want to be part of this, stand up for your rights, because if you're not standing up for this, you know, you don't own a gun, you just rent one. So we need to, we need to make sure that we're fighting for our rights on all fronts. And that's crpa.org, crpa.org. You heard about it last week on the show with Chuck Michelle. This is how you get involved. Join the lawsuits. Make sure that you're supporting them because they're the only ones out there supporting us. Okay. That's the homework part of my mission today. Uh, I'm going to turn this over to a friend of mine I've had on the show a couple of times, but many years ago, when we all first kind of started off here, uh, his name's Kenton Claremont. He owns Train to Hunt, traintohunt.com. Now, why is that important? Well, unless you live in Kansas, uh, hunting is a mountainous type sport, especially out here in the West or, or Central Rockies or California or Alaska. I mean, even a lot, even Hawaii. You're talking about major inclines that you're going to have to deal with. And Ken was smart. He came up with a program that says, hey, you know, I need to have better fitness for my hunting. Maybe there's other people in the same situation. So maybe we should start a program that allows that. Kenton, why don't you pick it up from here? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Phil. I appreciate it. Uh, good to see you again. Good to have, yeah, it's good to have your audience and uh, they're my people. And I'll tell you what basically i'll just piggyback you know just kind of extend what you just said and that is like that's what train to hunt was about i was i was i've been a personal trainer for 
like 20 plus years. And I was training all kinds of people for all kinds of things. And uh, right around, you know, around June, I would uh, switch up my fitness program and really start focusing on specific movements for the mountains and hunting. And um, I started looking on the internet and started looking around to see if there was anybody out there doing specific training for hunters and I couldn't find anything. And I had a, specifically, I had a hunt in, I think it was like 2000. 8 or 2009 that I was taking my dad to Alaska for a doll sheep hunt and uh he was almost 60 at the time and so I put a, tr- a program together for him that uh you know would allow him to really enjoy the hunt because really when it comes down to it anybody can go out and do some hunting um and you know be even be successful at at hunting if you have a good spot but the trick is to enjoy the hunt, to get out there and be able to enjoy it. And in order to enjoy it, you have to be in shape so that you're not just miserable all the time. You know, climbing mountains and especially the pack out can be pretty, pretty daunting if you're, uh, if you're not in shape. So I started a program called train to hunt and started getting people, you know, up off the couch early, not just like the last 30 days before hunting season and, and encourage them to be in shape year round. And, um, it's been great. It's been, uh, it's been something that has, uh, has really taken off. And in the last 12 years, I can't believe it's been 12 years since I started training to hunt in the last 12 years. I feel like I've really changed the way that number one, people look at, um, fitness in the hunting world and two, what, how people view hunters is we're not just, you know, we're not just people who pick up our weapons and go out last second and, and, you know, walk around the field drinking beers and riding in the back of trucks and that kind of thing. We're, we're, we're people who like care about our fitness and our health and our families and we provide. And, um, it's been a, it's been a great ride. Uh, it has, you've helped a lot of people and, um, I don't know if there's a way to maybe stabilize your camera. It's, it's, if you can just have that thing set there a little better, it might be better, but uh, that's okay. backward noise here, folks. If you're watching the YouTube channel, um, What's important that you said is not waiting to the last 30 days. Some people, honestly, I have friends and you know who you are that, you know, come September, it's like, oh, got to try and get in shape. And then they end up doing something. They end up getting super sore. It's, it doesn't work. Fitness is a lifestyle. Fitness is something you have to do uh, year round. And the train to hunt challenges, what I think is really great is you have different platforms for somebody who's just starting. And, you know, let's say that. Here we are, middle of July, right? We're three months, 12 weeks out from most hunting seasons, 16 yep. from others. Um, and a guy needs to start. So maybe he has a back injury. Maybe he's got, a, you know, like me, two fake knees. Uh, there's other issues that are going on in there. How do you start somebody off on this? That's a really good question. And I'll tell you, one of the things, it seems really simple, Phil, but like the answer to that is start right where you're at. And the, to, you know, to like, like eating that, an elephant. Yeah. To, to expand on that. The idea is this, is you like, you figure out what it is you're willing to do and willing to tolerate because people will do things that they have a hard time with or things that suck only for so long. Um, so you got to find out what you're willing to do right now. If, if that is, I'm willing to walk to the end of my driveway and back every day, then that's where you start. And really the key here is consistency. It's about being able to, to, to 
commit to something that you're willing to do every day that's not you know not daunting it's not something that you go oh man i can't believe i gotta go do this and that's the mistake i think a lot of people make is they decide i'm gonna get in shape and they try and do it overnight and that's just not the way to do it the way to do it is find out what you're willing to tolerate get out there do it even if it's even if it's i'm gonna walk to the end of my driveway come back and maybe do 10 sit-ups the next day, I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk to the end of my driveway. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do 10 sit-ups. And I'm going to do that for the next, say, 30 days. And after 30 days, I'm going to have some adaptation. And then maybe I'm willing to walk up and down my driveway twice and do 15 sit-ups for the next 30 days. But so, Folks, yes, if, you're, if you're listening, um, Kenton is in eastern Washington. His driveway is half a mile long. So... <laughs> If you're well, if you're in Southern California, we're not talking about 11 feet to the street and back. Okay, yeah, yeah, you have to go a little point. farther than that. Good point. Maybe it's around the block, you know. But I mean, to my my point is, you got you have to like you have to just decide what is it that I'm willing to do because a lot of people look at training programs or working out as this monster, you know, is this like thing that's going to be really a, a t- something that's really hard, something that's going to cause them pain, that they're going to be sore. <laughs> Um, well, and it does, doesn't you know, have the, to be that. The, the, pot, the popular guys out here, I mean, everybody who follows Cameron Haynes, I mean, he's been yep. doing endurance runs since I first ran into him in 2002. He was doing the Western States 100, right? Huge, huge uh, yep. runner. Um, and, and that's his lifestyle. David Goggins, right? You know, if you're not yep. doing a thousand pull-ups a day, you're an idiot. You know, so you see these these barbells on the far extremes. And then there's those of us who have families and mortgages and businesses and yep. your focus is on that. So you've got to try and, like you said, what's your ultimate goal? Uh, your dad's was a doll sheep hunt last year. That was what I trained for. So we can, we can talk about that coming up, but yeah. it, here's where you're at, right? Life situations have us at this particular spot at this level. Now, if your goal is to hunt elk in the Rocky mountains or, or mule deer in Northern Colorado or something like that, or, or Washington state, right? Washington state, those cascades are not exactly flat ground. Those really look like the Alps. They're so steep. Um, Then you need to realize that there's going to be something that you're going to have to prepare for because, well, let me tell this tragic story. When I was in Alaska last year, um, I was assigned with this one guide and we got a second guide. Uh, which was great for me. But the reason I got a second guide is this gentleman flew all the way up to the Wrangles, got off the plane, looked around, told the outfitter and the guide, I can't do this, got back in the plane and flew home. You know, that's a $22,000 turnaround flight. And and, uh, fortunately, he was smart enough to realize he couldn't do it and didn't put anybody at risk on that. But you don't want to be in that situation. Folks, this is Philip Naiman. I'm with Kenton Claremont, train2hunt.com. We'll be right back after this. And we're going to talk about how to make sure you're in the right position, in the right shape to do the right things. Be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. 
Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just need extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! That's right, folks. It's Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. And as you know, each week on the Firing Line Radio Show, the conversation revolves around firearms, hunting, and Second Amendment issues. But one of the show's stalwart supporters has always been Vince Torres over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Vince and his team of experts are second to none in their knowledge and passion for all that this show stands for. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, stop in at Bullseye Sport for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammos, accessories, and much more. Bullseye Sports stocks all name brands like Beretta, Ruger, Glock, Winchester, and many more. If they don't have it, they'll get it. They welcome all levels of shooting enthusiasts, especially ladies, considering firearms for the first time. Bullseye Sports is the best selection of prices every day. Stop in, mention you heard me, Philip Naiman, on AM 590's Firing Line Radio Show, and talk about Bullseye Sports guns and ammo in Riverside. Near the corner of Brockton and San Simeon Way, hit the bullseye, go see Vince. You know, I, I really do appreciate his support because he makes this radio show happen. And folks, you want to be involved, go see Vince. He'll give you a great deal. Tell him you heard it on the show, and uh, then I'll get a great deal. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. Philip Naiman here with Kenton Claremont of Train to Hunt, traintohunt.com. Now, Kenton has been a professional trainer for 20-plus years which means he's never out of shape. But those of us that have, uh, um, you know, different focuses in our life, you know, we started off, we were 20 years old, you could do anything, you could eat anything. And we kept that mentality as life changed. We ate everything, we did nothing. And suddenly down the road, if you, you know, you eat an extra 100 calories a day, that's five pounds a year, eight years later, you're 40 pounds overweight, you don't even know why that happened. All you know is that for some reason, those 34 inch um, 
34 inch pants aren't as small aren't as big as they used to be that apparently the measuring's wrong. So 38 equals 34, right? It's the same thing. Nothing's happened with your body, but it happens so slowly. These things just catch up to you and, uh, you know, making a lifestyle change is important. And I bring this to you as my listeners, not as a judgmental thing, because we've all been in there. I reached my heaviest weight last November after my, uh, you know, anyway, I'll tell you about that as we get get going. But I, I said that that's enough of this. I'm going the other direction. And I had to make my own choices, my changes. And that's what this is. This is a personal change. We all want to have freedom, responsibility. Well, this is on you too. Your health is an important thing. You don't want to go into a hunting situation and be a liability. What if your buddy breaks his leg? You can't haul him out of there because you can barely get yourself out, right? You need to be... But we talked about this before on some of the other podcasts, like with um, Tonto Pronto, you need to be rescuable. <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you're 300 pounds, I'm sorry, um, you know, outside of a helicopter, you're not coming out of that canyon, right? So that that's an important thing is you need to be rescuable also. Kenton, how should somebody start? Like you said, it's, it's okay, uh, here's my goal. Here's just some activities. What really do they need to start with? So the, the fact of the matter is, is that people need some accountability. And if you don't have accountability, that's where trained to hunt really comes into play is you sign up, you become part of a group instantly, and you're all doing the same kind of workouts and you're all encouraging each other, sounding off. This is what I did today. And not everybody does the exact workout because of what you just said, people have families, they got, they, they have time commitments, they have things come up throughout the day. But what I encourage people to do all the time is do what you can, because this is, you know, this isn't, this isn't a sprint. This is something that we're trying to, to progress over time. This is a lifestyle change, as you mentioned, Phil, and, and with the way to change your lifestyle is just consistent habits and consistent change where every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something whether it be one minute of push-ups, one minute of sit-ups, one minute of squats, I'm going to walk around the block and that's it. Maybe I only have 15 minutes, but you have to establish a baseline. Like, okay, what am I willing to do? What, what's my goal for every day? I, this is what I want to do every day. And, and that's, yep. that's an important feature on that is you have to make that decision just like anything else in your life. It's a commitment side. So when you decide, hey, I'm really tired of being out of breath, just walking to my truck. Um, and you realize, yeah. you know, hey, let's just say it's a it's a, a mule deer, all right? An average size mule deer. Say he's 150 to 200 pounds dressed. Okay, that's an average Western, you know, Rocky Mountain mule deer. Not not a not a 400 pounder, but just an average good good size quality deer. And he's down a slope quarter mile from your truck. Do you have you ever pulled 200 pounds up a hill like that? Yeah. You know. And so there's, there's things, you know, of course you need to learn how to bone things out. That makes your life a lot simpler, but still you're carrying a pack with 80 pounds of meat on it. And this is real life. Hunting is a physical activity, you know, unless you're like in the duck blinds in Louisiana and, you know, the ducks fall in the blind. Um, But even then moving in and out of the swamp, if you've ever had to hike with waders through a quarter mile of mud, that's a, that's a long day too. So it, it's important to realize that hunting is a physical activity. Yes, we can shoot a thousand yards. All right. Let's yep. say you're, you're by the road. 
you're on a nice platform on the edge of a ridge, 250 yards off the edge of a road, you're overlooking a canyon, you make a shot a thousand yards down canyon, guess what? Great shot, animal, a thousand yard haul out back up the hill. Yeah, now you got to cover those were. thousand yards, right? <laughs> you got to cover and those carry thousand it, yards, right. and then you got to put you got to put meat on your back, and you got to get it out of there. And the fact yeah. of the matter is, is that if you don't prepare for that, I mean, it could be deadly. Honestly, it could be it could be it could be deadly. I know that like the number attack, people, yeah. Yep, you know the number one killer in the woods is is guys going out, and this is. It's not in the West. It's not mountain hunting. It's actually guys in the Midwest that are shooting whitetails out of their tree stand and they get excited. They get that, that pump of adrenaline. They come out of their tree stand. They grab the deer. They think, I'm just going to drag it a couple hundred yards. They drag that thing a couple hundred yards. Their, their heart rate spikes and they die of heart attacks. Um, that's, that's the number one killer in the, in the hunting woods is, you know, guys, guys who are just aren't physically prepared, let alone like, what you're talking about having to get down into a canyon. And then even if you are shooting it at a thousand yards, you got to get out of there and exactly. you got to get the meat out of there. The and farther you, you shoot it, the worse off you are. So that's right. That's we, right. We always had a little saying, it's like, yeah, okay. Um, you better bring a camera and a frying pan. Cause you have to go down there and eat that animal before you can get it out of that canyon. Yeah. And take a picture. Cause no one's going to believe you. So spend the winter down there eating them because that's, that's right. Be it was, yeah, one of the things uh, in Alaska. Sorry. Yeah, one of the things in Alaska that I realized was just the vastness, the absolute vast. Did you go with your father on his doll sheep hunt? I did. It was my dad, myself, and my brother. We all went on that 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 hunt. We were up in the Brooks Mountain Range, and in the Brooks, boy, you you said it. It is vast, and it is so big that you. Can, it's hard to even even wrap your head around how big everything is there. It seems really close. You walk for three hours, you turn around and you go, gosh, we've made it anywhere. It's that big and it's deep and it's remote. You're getting fl- flown in. And, uh, you know, like I've said before, if, if you're not physically prepared for something like that, it can, it can cost you your life. Especially up there. You know, we've always, we joke about the old, old guy where you, you roll up into town and say, Hey, uh, I'm looking for Fred's house. And he looks at you and goes, well, you, can't get there from here right yeah, yeah. Like, well, of course we can you can get here anyway in alaska that's true that's you cannot true. get there from where you are because of these unbelievable crevasses this the cliffs the death and now i was in the wrangles i yeah. i didn't hunt the brooks but in the wrangles we had just cliffs and drop-offs everywhere it wasn't the nice gentle um not that the the brooks are, but I mean, where we yeah. were, it, it wasn't like scree slopes at 40 degree angles. It was like cliffs. cliffs. And if you made a wrong move, you were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you ate the, ate the rocks on several occasions, crossing glaciers. And it's like, this is serious stuff. Alaska plays for keeps. And if you're going to put yourself in a position to do a doll sheep hunt, for me, it was my once in a lifetime thing. You know, I'd saved a lot of money, a lot of time. I've had two knee replacements. I'm like, man, I better, I better get this done or I'm never going to get it done. Yeah. And to be in Alaska and realize if you fall here, you're done. That's it. Either you're going to die or you're going to die of exposure while they're trying to get to you. Um, who knows if even the helicopter can get in there because of the angles and, and so forth. And while you're laying there, the grizzly's probably going to eat you anyway. 
So they don't, they don't waste anything in Alaska, right? It's, it's unbelievable. Um, one of the comments that came away, not only from, from the vastness, but it reminded me of the movie alien in this manner, the, the tagline for the movie alien in Alaska, no one can hear you scream, right? You can scream for help all you want. Hey, there's nobody coming. There is nobody coming. So, you know, let's talk, when we get back, let's talk about how you guys trained for that. Um, and we'll talk about how to get somebody involved with you who's just starting. They need a consultation. You'll help them out with that. Uh, get some stuff on that. So, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show with Kenton Claremont, train hunt.com train hunt.com Check him out. We'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey folks, Mulan Lave Saturday. Philip Naiman here with Kenton Claremont, trained to hunt, trained to hunt.com. He's the guy who's going to help you help yourself because if you don't do the work now, well, you know, Tim Kennedy said this line the other day. He says, you can't plan for a disaster when you're in it, right? You can't train for a hunt while you're hunting. It's the same thing. You have to do the stuff up front. So, um, Kenton, somebody goes on train to hunt.com. They click sign here, join up, walk, walk a brand new, I'm brand new, right? I need to lose some weight. Yep. I need to get in better shape. I have a sedentary job. What, what is my experience like with you? Well, I'll tell you, if you're going to, if you're just going to sign up, you really want to get going off to a quick start. You're going to get the premier membership. It's going to cost you $54 a month. And you're going to get a consultation with me. I'm going to spend as much time on the phone with you um, as needed. And we're going to just basically unpack where you're at right now, what obstacles you might be facing. Um, the most people's obstacles are like time um, and space and equipment. We're going to unpack that. We're going to talk about your nutrition. We're going to dial that in. I'm going to find out what is, what is it that you've done? What is it that you've tried? What is it that um, you're doing right now? And what are your goals? Like what hunts do you have coming up? Is this just a lifestyle change that you're looking for? Is this something that we have a very short time to get you ready for um, right now? And then we can, you know, we can talk about this, the, the, you know, the big picture after hunting season, but the, probably the most value that's get, the, the, the most value you're going to get right up front is just this consultation with me. Cause I have dealt with uh, thousands of hunters, thousands of people in different types of situations that and I'm going to be able to help you. I'm going to be able to help you overcome those obstacles. Start looking at things a little different. 
start unpacking some of this stuff and get you on the, on the road to uh, success, which is whatever goal you're looking to do. How much, uh, how much of a factor of correcting our lifestyle is nutrition? I would say nutrition is probably 60% of it. Honestly, 60 to 70% of it is nutrition because nutrition is where you get your energy, where you get your muscle. It's where you are going to be able to save, um, save yourself a lot of headache and, and, and be able to trim fat quickly. The, Believe it or not, like the exercise, the movement part, the fitness part, that's the easy part. The hard part is the nutrition because number one, we have to have food. And um, so a lot of times what we do is we cut corners or we don't plan or we. uh, We're not deliberate about what we eat. We're not real. Yeah, we're not real deliberate about what we're eating. And some people that, you know, to your point, like a lot of people aren't exactly sure. They think maybe they think right now is what is is what they should be doing or they're following some fad diet, you know, and those we're not talking about putting you guys on a diet. We're talking about put, putting you on a path. that's going to lead where you want it to be nutrition wise, which is find out again, what is it you're willing to tolerate? How, what are you doing right now? Well, let's cut back on that and see what the results are. Um, Cause it's, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough nutrition is tough when you have certain things that you, you know, you like and aren't willing to give it up all at once. So, we're, you know, um, like beer, right? Beer is liquid yeah, bread. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, and so maybe it's not one or two a night. Maybe it's wait till Friday or Saturday. You That's know, right. you, you have to make that separation there. That's the other right. thing no, I think right. that um, the standard nutritional de- advice that we hear out there, this food pyramid is tends to be absolutely bass backwards for people. Yep. You know, the more carbohydrates they eat, the worse off they get, the more insulin their body pumps, you know, and yep. anyway, if you're already a pre-diabetic and you start going 80% carbohydrates on your intake, cause that's what somebody's food uh, pyramid from McGovern in 1972 said to do, you're going to be in trouble. You're never going to lose any weight. And you're not going to fix your metabolic syndromes either. So you really have to listen to the current science, you know, and, and again, um, and the other thing you need to promise my listeners is you won't make them eat kale. I will never make them eat kale ever. Okay. Okay. You can stay then because I don't know what that is. Kale, kale, you take it, you can scrub off the the wet dirt from the mud on your fenders with it. It's, you know, it's good for insulation. It's a good scrubbing tool. It is not a food for human beings. No. And and to to your point, Phyllis, we're not talking about changing everything, right? We're talking about just making little changes. Here's, here's a point in case, a case in point. I had a buddy of mine who was really looking to start, you know, changing the direction of his life. He had gained a bunch of weight. We went through through what he's currently doing, and at currently he was drinking like seven Pepsi's a day. And oh, I no, said, "All right, man, let's start right." I said, "Let's start right there. What are, what are you willing to give up?" I said, "Are you willing? Are you just willing to drink um, water like for three of those Pepsi's?" And he said, "Sure." So he drank water for three of those Pepsi's. Replaced that in like. Six weeks later, he had lost 16 pounds, changing nothing else about his diet other than drinking six Pepsis a day. He was drinking three Pepsis a day, and then he got down to two Pepsis a day, and then we got him off of it all together. But that's a, that's a big, that's a lot of sugar to be putting in your body. And so you make those small changes like that. Like you said, if you get off work and you have a couple beers a day, wait till Friday, 
and just drink once a week, that's going to make a big difference. The little things in your nutrition are going to make a big difference. Yeah. You know, and the other thing, um, like for instance, I hate drinking regular water. I'm sorry. Uh, I like carbonated everything. Right. So, you know, I got a, I got a carbonator for the house so we can, I can do that. Or if I, if I'm driving around, I'll grab a, a, sparkling water or something if i need yeah. to, to grab something to drink because yeah you know i drink a gallon of plain water a day it's like you might as well it make me be monday yeah yeah you know i don't care how many how many lemons you put in there right it's yeah it, it's still it's not what we're used to and especially yeah. if you have a sweet tooth somebody who's drinking six pepsis a day yep. probably big gulps you know, that's, he's got a craving he's trying to fit on there. And, and as yep. you, the more you teach these people about their hormones and, and what yep. happens with the insulin charge and sugar dumps and all that other stuff, that's how you get on top of that. But nutrition, you said is 60% of 60 to 70% of, of the effort. So that means guys, you only have to sweat 30% of the time if your nutrition's correct. So you can either sweat a hundred percent of the time and have crappy nutrition and make very little process progress or listen to Kenton, get your food straightened out. And I think the most important thing for food, because, you know, we're working, we're not stable. We're not at home, not stable. We're not uh, in one location. We're all over the place. And, you know, guys go out to lunch and, you know, Mexican food, boy, there's like hardly impossible to eat healthy in Mexican food, right. Or, or Italian or something like that. Um, so you have to be deliberate, you know, on, on Sundays, I barbecue up a storm and I bring my hamburgers and my steaks and whatever all ribs that I've made on Sunday all week long, um, because I can't trust going to a restaurant or just running out. Cause I'm hungry. Cause all of a sudden I'm starving at two in the afternoon on a meeting, whatever shows up. Yeah. Not a good day. So you have to be, you have to be deliberate in your food choices and you have to plan ahead. That's, that's your requirement to keep your nutrition in track intact, right? Absolutely. That's, that's great advice, Phil. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't plan, um, you're, you're basically going to have a really tough time because like you just mentioned, if you wait till you're hungry, your body's going to be craving carbs. And that means you're going to make poor food choices. If you can, if you can actually plan out your day and make sure that you always have something healthy on hand, whether just little snack stuff, like little trail mixes and jerky and um, little, you know, even like these little protein bars, something to keep you from being ravenous hungry. Because if you wait, you know, too long and you're super hungry, you're going to be drawn to those poor food choices because your body's starving for energy. Yeah. And another thing, so say we're going to go out to dinner, uh, we're going to an Italian place, Yep. you know, um, I love Italian food. Italian yep. food loves me. It sticks with me as long as possible. Um, but you know, you almost have to do like a, like, like when girls are first dating somebody, they do the pre-meal. So they don't look like a hog at dinner. Right. Oh, true. So you almost have to have a little mini meal. So when they bring out the two loaves of garlic bread, you don't smoke it right there. Right. And, and it's, 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 again, it's planning yourself out because I know me, if you bring me out some fantastic smoking hot garlic bread, um, how do you say no to that? It's laying there and you're hungry. Yep. That's, you the, know, that, so, that's the key. That's key. You can't be hungry because if you're hungry and they bring it out, you're eating. That's all there is to it. And if you're, if you're not eating a high carb meal too, if you're eating a more fats, more proteins, you do tend to send, stay satiated longer 
and not have that immediate cravings two hours later after you've eaten. Yep, that's right. That's right. So you want to get proteins, you want to get healthy fats. Um, and if you can do that, you're gonna you're going to stay fuller longer. And drinking more water will also help with that as well. Carbonated though. That, that, <laughs> hey, to your point, before we go to break, I wanted to just uh, just uh, give you give you this put this idea in your listeners' heads. How do we you know how do we fatten up cattle? Like we give them grains, right? Like that's so. We'll, why we'll, we... we'll answer that when we come back here, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com with Kenton Claremont, TrainToHunt.com. Be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K-defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too, so buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. AM 590, the answer. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Hey, folks. Philip Naiman with Kenton Claremont. Those comments from Jeremiah Johnson were about Kenton Claremont, so there you go. Um, (laughs) We left the last episode with a cliffhanger. How do you fatten cattle and hogs? Well, how how do you, Kenton? Well, you use grains, right? You just pump them full of grains, and that's how you finish off livestock, right? You send them to the, you know, the stockyard, and they're gonna, and they're going to uh, finish them off with grains and pigs, same thing. So, if if that's how we're finishing off our animals to fatten them up, how come, you know, the, the, <laughs> there's people out there telling us, hey, we should be stuffing our faces full of grains? I'll tell you why, because they want to keep us sick. And you guys, the fact of the matter is, if you you either going to pay for your health now through you know, train to hunt and fitness programs and through sweat and sacrifice and discipline, or you're going to pay for it later, you know, by having to go to the hospital a ton, 
you know, because you're pre-diabetic or you're, you've got your, your health has gotten so poor that you're going to have to pay for it later. So pay for your, pay for it now or pay for it later. It's up to you. I suggest that everybody just decides now's the time we're going to make a change. We're going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest in my fitness and I'm going to, that's my daughter. Um, and we're going to, and we're going to make things right now because you know, if you're well, not only that, not only is it cheaper in the long run, but look at the quality of your life. That's if right. you're not suffering from metabolic syndrome, you know, you, you can wear boots. You don't have to wear flip-flops because your feet are swollen. I mean, there's, there's so many things that, that our health pre, our, our habits that, you know, and we're told, we're told to eat grain. 70% of your, in, of your food should be corn and soy and, no. and wheat and like everything is going to destroy you. Right. So again, I, I'm, I'm completely against this food pyramid. It's completely upside down, but, yep. um, the you have a choice this is your life we have one go round on this little blue rock and what do you want to accomplish how are you going to be helpful to your family now we're talking about hunting but what about self-defense what if you're in a position where you can't assist your wife what if there's a, a fire a car crash you can't lift you know because you've let your body go in this shape men we're responsible for this yeah women too but but i'm just talking to the guys out here because we tend to be the ones who destroy our bodies through these habits more than, than the women do. But, um, and, and it's our responsibility to be a protector. And what if you're not in that position because you've put yourself in a position to not be viable. And I don't know. I mean, I understand if you're trying something as hard as you can and it doesn't work, you, that happens. But if you're not able to help a family member because you're physically can't do something, I don't know how that plays on your mind for the rest of your life. I, I, I don't want to have that happen. Right. No. I don't want to have, have to stand down on something that I can't physically do. And that's always been my motivation uh, in the mountains. I've always wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted to do. If I need to cross that Valley. I need to cross that Valley. Um, but it's, it's important for more than just hunting. It's your first line of self-defense is your body. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Phil. And I'll tell you, that's one of the things that I think everybody's heard this statement. You got to have your why. Like if you have a strong enough why, you're going to stay disciplined. Um, And I can tell you, I do train so that I can go anywhere, any place. And there's no limitations, no valley too deep, no mountain too high for me to climb. But when it comes right down to it on those days that I'm like, man, sure would be nice to take the day off. The thing that keeps me going is twofold. One. I will come back to my family. And number two, everybody that's with me is going to get back to their family as well. And so if you're hunting with me, you have my guarantee that I'm going to be physically fit enough. If something happens to you out there, I'm getting you back to your family. And that's it, period. We don't want to be the liability or the weak link. That's Um, right. In Alaska, now you said you're going to be able to cross that valley. So let me tell you, we did this one day the day I ended up shooting my ram, we did seven miles across the top of these ridge lines because we knew we checked out two different bowls. We got to the third bowl and yep, there was three great rams in that bowl, 1500 yards away, 1200 yards away and 1100 yards away across a chasm that would take a week to cross. You literally, although we could see them and, and stuff to cross that, you had to go all the way down to the bottom of the river back up the next ridge or over the top of the mountain and hope there was a pass that way. You know, there are times you simply cannot 
cross terrain, but to, to flirt on that edge of it, you know, you have to be in top shape just to get there. And um, that's what Alaska was for me. Um, I trained, well, those listeners of the show know I, I trained for almost a full year before I went out there and it was weekend hikes, full pack, uh, with my rifle and I'd hike three and a half miles up to this local pass. And I'd, I'd shoot from a thousand yards, you know, from 400 to a thousand yards cross Canyon in the wind. And then I'd pack up my rifle and, you know, I killed a bunch of rocks out there, hike it back down. Uh, I did the trans Catalina hike 34 miles, very, very steep, not a lot of elevation, uh, a lot of elevation gain and loss on the trail, but not, not like high altitude, um, but a great hike and very hot and humid. Uh, we practiced in the desert out here all the time, and we put the time in because it was important to me. I didn't want to go to Alaska and tell the guy that I couldn't do something. That, to me, was a nightmare. The why, I didn't want to, that was weighing in my mind. And especially after three knee surgeries, two knee replacements, my, my why was like, can I do this? You know, it was yeah. always in my head. And on the final pack out, my, one of my knees just swelled up to the point I was barely walking. And then we fought a grizzly bear. So, you know, Alaska, Alaska doesn't care. No. You know, those, those, those shirts, no one cares. Alaska yeah. really yeah. doesn't care. No, that's it Alaska. doesn't care. And it's going to eat you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true, man. That's, and that's, that's so great. I mean, exactly what you did. And that's specific training. Like you said, you put your pack on with your rifle, you hike uphill, downhill, you shot cross canyon, like you were prepared. Um, that's, that's the way to do it. And you just never know what you're going to run into. In Alaska specifically, I'll tell you a real quick story. My brother and I went up um, the last time um, for a sheep hunt. And it was, we, hiked, uh, we hiked 165 miles in, in 10 days. And we were on our last day and we found sheep. This is a quick story. And we were on our way to these two doll sheep that we found. They were both legal. It took us half the day to get there. Um, we had to avoid a grizzly bear on the way there. We killed these sheep and had them killed, boned out. He had his sheep in his pack. I had my sheep in my pack. And we started walking Thursday at 8 o'clock at night. And we stopped walking on Saturday at 1 o'clock in the morning. So 165 pound packs for a day and a half. Um, And it was pissing rain. And we were basically just bait out there, right? Because you were walking around with your meat stick, your meat sickle. Yeah. So that's what we had too. Um, And I I might've lost him. He said his uh, camera was dying off on us here, but uh, folks, that's Kenton Claremont, traintohunt.com, traintohunt.com. And he's right. We watched these grizzly bears up in Alaska. They found a, a old sheep kill and they ran to it. They were 300 yards away. They literally made a beeline to it, although they couldn't see it and were rolling and attacking it and stuff. And so when you're hiking out there, um, my pack weighed 135 pounds because we split it with, between two other guys. But when you're hiking out there, you are a meat sickle. Um, you're a hors d'oeuvre for a grizzly bear as you're walking along, man, that was the one thing that, that kept going on in my mind is uh, keep looking at your six because downwind, if, if one of these bears, we saw four of them while we're up there. If one of those bears gets wind of you, you are on the menu. Yeah. 
And uh, they don't care. Bears don't care. Alaska doesn't care. Nobody cares. Uh, suck it up, buttercup, uh, or uh, you're going to leave some bones whistling white in the wind in Alaska. So anyway, I want to thank my guest, Kenton Claremont. Folks, go to train to hunt train2hunt.com. He's got three different levels. If you're brand new, sign up, get his consultation. You want to be able to do exercises that are going to be good for you, not get you more hurt or injured than you already are. If you have situations like a bad back or something. He'll come up with the programs for that. So you want to make sure that you have that availability. And again, our health is not just our responsibility for hunting. You know, I had nine years on the search and rescue team out here in San Bernardino. And we we found guys that were over their heads. They got lost. They got you know, lost is one thing. They injured is another. Uh, just pooped and out of shape is another one. Um, happens all the time. So the mountains are unforgiving and you don't want to be the guy who, who over whose alligator mouth overloaded his hummingbird um, legs when it came to, uh, to climbing up and down the mountain. So anyway, check him out. Kenton Claremont trained to hunt train to hunt.com. Go to crpa.org. Join the lawsuit against Bonta and his doxing of all of us. Great citizens out here. Philip Naiman, firinglineradio.com. Get our podcast. God bless. Have a great week. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.